0: Hello and welcome to Health & Livness, the new health and fitness podcast, brought to you by Highland News & Media. I'm your host Andy Dixon, content editor for several newspapers, including the Inverness Courier, while also being a fitness enthusiast. Alongside me is my co-host Federica Stefani, a journalist and technical wizard, as well as being a rugby player for Inverness Craig Donate. How are you?
1: I'm great, thanks. Quite excited to be at the first episode.
0: That's good to hear. We also have with us our regular expert panellists. Taking Age Before Beauty, we've got powerlifter Steve Walsh, who some people will know as Chief Executive of Highlife Island, which operates a range of facilities, including sports centres. How are you? Hey Andy, thanks for that. And I'm not sure about the, the Age Before Beauty thing, but
2: yes, thank you for the invite and it's really,
0: <laughs> really nice to be here. That's great. Sorry, Steve, you know, it had to be done. Um, last but not least, we have award winning bodybuilder Jack Gunn, who is also a co owner of the Forge Gym in Inverness. How are you?
3: Yeah, I'm good, Andy. Thanks. It's good to have the chance to come along. I'm grateful for it. Be along with yourself, Steve and Federica. I'm excited.
0: Superb. Our first episode comes ahead of gyms being allowed to reopen on April 26. Most of us will be counting the minutes until we can get back in, and I bet you guys are the same. Steve, there are hundreds, if not thousands, looking forward to returning to a Highlife Highland gym. So tell me what they can expect.
2: Thanks, Andy. Well, yeah, in terms of, you know, gyms, we've got 24 gyms across the Highlands, from Badenoch up to Wic and across to, to Skye, and um, 16 of those have got swimming pools. So for us at the moment, it's getting the staff trained and ready, making sure that we've got our swimming instructors qualified and everyone's first aid trained, and also making sure that the gyms are COVID compliant. So, you know, that's all about PPE. It's about our processes, making sure that our booking systems are ready to go. And I think also communicating to our customers so they know what to expect. Um, We came back last August for a few months. So, you know, we've got experience and we know that we can create a a safe but fun environment for, for customers coming back to gyms. So, you know, right now it's all hands to the pump, apart from me, because I'm actually on leave this week. It's a good time to uh, take a wee break before everything starts to come back online. But yeah, we're really, really looking forward to it. And I think everybody's looking forward to it. And the last time we opened, the thing that, that really struck me was, you know, yes, it was about getting back to the gym and it was about training and getting classes going. But the most important thing for people was that social interaction that they really missed. So although you can be in a gym, you can be socially distanced, you can be really safe, you get to see your pals and you get to have some banter and you get that interaction with each other, which I personally think from a mental health perspective is almost as important as, as the physical side.
0: Am I right in thinking, Steve, that there's been some outdoor classes over the last few weeks? Yeah, so when the restrictions
2: changed, um, we and the problem we've got is if we open, say we do something in Inverness, um, and we don't do it in the rest of the Highlands, everyone's up in arms. So what we did was we got a program pulled together uh, for outdoor fi- outdoor group fitnesses for up to 15, and um, that can go along plus the instructor, uh, and we've had them going right across the Highlands for the past few weeks, and they've been fully booked. So. And what we'll, what we'll do is because group fitness isn't allowed um, or we're not predicting it's going to be allowed indoors when we come back in the 26th, we'll keep those outdoor fitness classes going when we come back, uh, when people are allowed to use the swimming pools and the in- indoor gymnasiums, but we're not quite allowed to do indoor group fitness.
0: And has, the, has there been any updates at all about, you know, classes for for kids and, and for, for youngsters? Because I know my my young ones are really missing swimming lessons. Yeah, so I mean, one of the I think one
2: of the real benefits of High Life membership, and you know, we're all different in terms of our offer, aren't we? And for us, it's you know a real family-oriented uh, subscription scheme that we've got, so that you will know yourself swimming lessons comes as part of that family package. So the good news is that kids' swimming lessons will come straight back online when we when we get ourselves back on the 26th. So we'll be reaching out to customers to make sure that everybody's well informed. And uh, I don't know if you brought the kids back when we opened last year, but I'm really good processes in place to keep kids and parents and instructors safe with all the processes that we had in place to make sure that the kids got back and they were able to enjoy swimming again. And, and, you know, they've really missed that. And, And that again is such an important part of a young person's development. So we're really keen to get them back online straight away.
0: I think it's just a confidence thing isn't it it's a confidence thing for everyone.
2: Yeah, I, I you know I, I I don't know about I mean I'm sure, I'm sure Jack and, and Federico come in on this but the last time we, we surveyed our customers when we came back and we found that you know a large percentage of people were just going to come back straight away but there was also quite a significant significant percentage who wanted to see what the um you know, what we were doing, get feedback from people that had gone before they would, you know, step over that Rubicon. But there was a quite a chunk of people who weren't going to come back until they saw the light at the end of the tunnel with respect to vaccinations. So I suspect this time um, there'll be a, a much higher number. The numbers were high last time. But the problem that we might face is capacity because, you know, we can't get as many people through the door. So the booking system is really important so that we can you know get people in we can manage that we've got a good record of who's been in the place just in case there is a you know that it there is a positive case from from one of our customers or our staffs and we can move into track and trace straight away so we're well versed in that but but like you say i think um, you know i i think that this is a different context now and i expect people to be much more adventurous as we open the doors on the 26th and beyond and I think much of that is down to, to the vaccinations.
1: And maybe, um, like, as a user, um, is it going to work like the last time that you were open in terms of unfreezing the membership? Um, or are there any updates on um, how to get back into the booking system as well?
2: Yeah, sure. So that, that will all come out. The, the plan is communications will start to come out from highlight Life on Monday. So you, as you can imagine, it's, it's, it's a fairly big and complex piece of machinery to put together. So... And our communications always works in, in this way. We always tell our staff first. So we make sure that the staff know exactly what to expect and then our customers. So from Monday onwards, we'll be communicating to our customers with respect to unfreezing, booking systems, and we've got a, a brand new online joining process as well, which is makes things much, much easier in terms of that journey for our customers as they come back to, to enjoy our facilities.
0: And Jack, what has uh, lockdown been like for you guys at The Forge?
3: Um, yeah, so probably much like um, what Steve has just said as well, we've obviously seen the, the impact it's had on, on people's mental health. Um, a lot of people are reliant on the gym to kind of partake in professional sports or to, to, you know, just to manage their general well-being. Um, a lot of people don't have kit available in their garage. Do you know I mean, a, a lot of people have been kind of left in a position they, they weren't really prepared for. Um, and the news kind of came quite suddenly last time as well. Um, and it was a bit of a shock for some people. So, but yeah, we've had a lot of um, messages from members, you know, saying they're excited to get back, asking us what kind of measures we've got in place. And I think we've been quite surprised um, at how interested people are in the, the COVID measures. Um, so, I mean, after the last lockdown, we reopened. Myself and my business partner, Dean, we actually took the gym over. We bought the gym during the last lockdown, the first lockdown. And we reopened um, at the tail end of last year. Uh, and when we did reopen, we had uh, we, we implemented as many COVID measures as we could. So when you come in the door, the, the first thing you do is you fob in. Um, the fob in, fob out system, that act as, acted as our track and trace system. Um, so we have a populated list of who's been in the gym and when. Um, as soon as you come in the door, you're met with a temperature scanner. So you take your temperature. If you're safe, you can proceed into the gym. And if you can't, And people are understanding that they can't come in. Um, when you do come in, we have multiple hygiene stations throughout the gym, each one comprising of a a tog roll, um, anti-back spray, um, and some hand sanitizer. And we've got about six or seven of them located throughout the gym, as well as um, wall-mounted hand pump sanitizing stations as well. So um, I'd like to think that when people do come back, they feel comfortable, they feel safe, um, because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Um, it's kind of scary. Unprecedented times. People don't know what to expect. So, if we can make a safe and reassuring environment as possible, that's you know I mean, that's what we take take comfort in. But yeah, I think during during the lockdown as well, one thing we've tried to do is, you know, we've been conscious of how much people are missing the gym and you know that kind of like Steve said, that kind of social interaction. Um, people rely on that probably without realising sometimes as well. Um, so we've been pretty proactive in putting out kind of competitions and engagement material to, to to stay in touch with our members to keep them kind of busy we've had like a, a motivation monday um section on our social media pages where members can send in their kind of home training videos and we'll pick pick the best one you know someone doing a pr squat in their garage or something something taboo like that you know something exciting something that maybe motivates others to do the same thing um and we've been sharing it and we've been giving out prizes and stuff as well so Um, but a big thing for us is we've, we've had a lot of renovations and refurb work going on and the lockdown itself has actually been a bit of a, a blessing in disguise for us because the gym has been shut. So we've managed to do a lot of work that we couldn't have done, or it would have been really difficult to do had we been open. Um, we are a 24 hour gym, so it it makes doing kind of renovations and refurb work that little bit more difficult, um. But I think hopefully now we're in a position where our members are going to come back to something completely different, something exciting. And um, we've been putting out kind of teaser videos just to kind of keep people excited for the 26th. Because um, I understand it's still it's still three weeks, two three weeks away. So it's probably going to be the slowest two weeks of everybody's lives. But um, if we can give, give them something to kind of um, stay hooked on, um, that's good for us. But um, I think no, the 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 general feedback we've had from people has been really positive. Um, and yeah, much like Steve said uh, anything we can do um, to make members more comfortable with the whole kind of COVID um, situation, I mean we'll do it, we'll endeavour to do whatever we can so um, we've had a lot of kind of interesting and valuable conversations with members over social media um, and email and stuff so um, but yeah excited, excited myself
0: And anyone who knows the Forge you know, if, if, if they knew it a couple of years ago, they would know that there was kit everywhere. You know, you, could, you you were stumbling over kit. You couldn't imagine what it would be like now. It's completely night and day, isn't it, compared to what it was before? You know, you couldn't have had that same setup before and have social distancing.
3: Yes, I mean, I think we've we've kind of changed the the dynamic and the flow of the gym. It's um, it still is the same gym at heart. It's still got the same kind of feel. It's just ever so slightly more. Commercialized, um, a bit more kind of people friendly. You know, that we can accommodate more people, allow people a bit more space to to do what they need to do. Um, but I guess going back to the previous point as well, the main thing for us is that we are a, a twenty four hour gym, um, so we need to make the gym a safe and friendly place throughout those twenty four hours. You know, even when there's not somebody there. Um, so we have to put in these kind of extra assurances and stuff. Um, and one of one of the big things for us was allowing people to have that little bit of extra space around each bit of kit so it was like a big kind of jigsaw puzzle but we got there got there in the end so
0: and i take it you've been investing in some new kit as well
3: yeah so when our members do come back the the, the first thing they'll see is we have got a big uh, big range of new kit we've got a, a couple of atlas strength pieces um we've got a video being released this week um a promo video for the reopening of the gym and all of the new kit new amenities and new facilities will be um, for there for all to see um, so I'll, I'll I'll hold out until the video comes out I'll keep everybody in suspense
0: because there's a bit of there's a bit of a difference isn't there if you if you compare like with like you know for example if you compare the forge with inverness the leisure there's a bit of a difference in terms of the clientele but also the equipment and the specialist gear that you guys have at the Forge compared to, I don't know what the word would be Steve might be able to say in terms of the the stuff for, for Inverness leisure.
2: Yeah, I think it's an interesting point about, you know, the, the, the different type of uh, offer. I think, uh, I mean, I, I agree that, you know, maybe the Forge used to be, I, I would almost class it as a grunter's gym before. And I think that Jackson you know, the guys have done a, a, a cracking job. I haven't seen it and I look forward to, to see, and I think any investment in, you know, sport and leisure in the Highlands is is absolutely welcome. So, I think one of the things that that we've done recently is um, invested in our strength and conditioning facility. So, we had a wee room with a couple of platforms. We've moved that up to a big room with six platforms and and quite a lot of specialist kit that the Institute of Sport use. But it but it's still it's still different to to the to the forge. I think that you know. Um, and Jay, you can correct me if you're wrong, but you know, if you're a if you're a bodybuilder or you're a, a power powerlifter, you're probably going to be better suited maybe going across to to the forge, and um, perhaps more for general fitness. Or if you need that space as a maybe as a club or or um, you're doing it for a specific sport, then Inverness Inverness Leisure might might suit. But you know, the big difference between our offers is, is Inverness Leisure is definitely more focused on families, because it's just that much broader. Um, offer and, and less specialist than, 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 um, than Jack. But, you know, the most important thing, I think, for us is, as people who are, who are running leisure facilities is that we work together and we collaborate and, and, you know, we we make sure that there's awareness of... of I'm sure people come to The Forge and Jack points them in our direction and there'll be people definitely that come to Inverness Leisure or to one of our gyms, wherever they, they might be, and we'll say, well, have you thought about maybe popping across there? Because that might that might suit you a wee bit better. Um, and you have trained in the Fords as well, and I, I feel like one of that wee family there. And, you know, I, I think there's a bit of, there's a mutual understanding and, and respect there. And people will, I think people will choose what suits them. And, and that's just fine. And it's interesting what Jack said about space. We, I don't know if you remember the old Inverness leisure upstairs. We, during the lockdown, that's exactly what we've been doing as well. So we moved the cafe out of there and extended the gym into where the cafe used to be. We've just, at the moment, just about finished the cafe downstairs, so that's moved. Um, and that's all about space, because I, I personally think we're going to need that additional space for a wee while yet. And um, So any bit of real estate that you can you can use and you can be smart in terms of how you lay things out is, is just hugely important. And you know we're lucky we've got a bit more space, but um, I think using that, and I know that Jack and Daniel have used their ingenuity down in the forge to just create space. For people to train safely and, and you know that's what it's all about yeah yeah and i think a lot of the you know a lot of the youngsters that, that start in strength conditioning weight training bodybuilding, whatever it is will probably start in a high life facility and then that that's your customers of the future mate because really? you you've got a few kids yeah. but not many but you know the, the youngsters who might yeah you might want to take it to the next level will say you know, okay, I, 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 I'm in this leisure or, or whatever it is, Dingwall leisure, you know, isn't giving me what I want. Or, or maybe there's that training advice or coaching that I need well, to, I, um, to migrate to you, you know, that's fine.
3: It was Dingwall gym right, I got started go. in. I, I trained there for yeah. four years. Um, So that's when I got started in, in bodybuilding as well. And that was the high life gym. So you, you can, you can do exactly what you can do in our gym there. It's, sometimes it's like a it's an environment thing it's the shoe fits different for different people
2: and you know jack we just need for us for me if you're asking me what one of our aims would be keep producing people like you in the highlands so that, and you know part of it is not having to go to glasgow Mm -hmm. or edinburgh to pursue your your goals you know and that that yeah i probably tell you loads of stories about that but you know Hate the thought of youngsters who could go to UHI, yeah. who could stay in Ireland, is. yeah. who've can, who can, who've got facilities that are good enough mm-hmm. for them to reach their potential. Um, yeah, it's so important and we, we've got to keep dragging in. I, for me, my, my big goal just now is to drag investment in from Sports Scotland, Highland, why, yeah. I know how important it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? well, I know that's another subject.
1: Yeah, but it's important. Like we're seeing that now, like with our rugby, our rugby team just trains in a swamp basically right now. And we've just got news that we're actually going to have a collaboration with UHI to actually get some pitches and maybe hopefully some facilities there, which means like you, you can develop more teams and drag so much potential and investment throughout across so many sports. So why not doing it?
0: Yeah.
2: And you know that collaboration at fed is between UHI, High Life, Sports Scotland Council, High. So there's a whole load of organisations. The first phase of that is that 3G across it at UHI that Roddy Henry's been trying to get for years. But you know, that will be a that will be a collaboration, you know, and, and the only way that the money was gonna come from Sports Scotland was with it was if we as Highland came together and said, we all want this to happen, rather than Everybody's fighting to, to get you know to get ahead of each other. Doesn't it work? Because we all just look like a bunch of clowns. <laughs> really. But I tell you, what was really interesting for me there was the fact that you came from Dingwall Leisure Jack, which is you know. I, I think that's, I just think that if there was anything that kind of captured how we can all work together, it's that it's the the youngsters coming through, getting the opportunity, seeing what's available, and then potentially moving out and spreading their wings. That's okay. You know, and, and I, I yep. think that's just mm-hmm. a great advert for, you know, strength and fitness in, in leisure and fitness in the islands.
0: But do do you think this pandemic, this lockdown period, might have put off a few of these young people from getting into into mm-hmm. it? I know myself, I've been trying to keep fit, you know, since the gym was last open on on Christmas Day. You know, I went in at four o'clock on Christmas Day yeah. because I had to sneak out of the house, try and sneak back in before the kids woke up. Um, <laughs> And it wasn't easy, but, you know, and it's not easy to try and keep fit at home just now because you've got limited kit. You know, there's been wintry weather quite recently. But do you think that might have put off a few young people? You know, you talked about young people progressing into into fitness. Well, Andy, could I come in on that one? Because I, I think that, um, you know, obviously another
2: part of what High Life does is, is youth work. So, you know, we've got youth workers across every associated school group across the Highlands. And we know from you know speaking to young people that the lockdown has massively impacted mental health for young people and um you know one of the ways out of that of course is to get them active again uh, and and that is i think that's a responsibility that that we all share but but you're dead right if you've not done something for quite a long time and you've had these constraints and you've been in your bedroom doing your schoolwork it's it's going to be very difficult for young people and we need to we need to give them support and we need to help them and we need to provide opportunities for them but it, you're right it, it is a, a potential challenge for everybody and, and you know i would include include us in that our youth workers but parents and schools uh, we all need to pull together to make sure that our young people get active again and one of the the stats that really shocked me was was the high percentage of type 2 diabetes that we have I think it's something like 10% in the Highlands amongst young people. So we've got to get them active for not just for, you know, the fitness and getting people into elite sports, but it's the health benefits and it's that avoided cost for public health as we all move forward. So it's such a massive issue and we've all got, got, you know, we've all got such a huge responsibility to pull together and support young people as we come out of the pandemic.
3: I think as well. So, I mean... I'm 25, so it wasn't that long ago I was one of these the young kids, you know, getting into fitness. And I think when you do lose the momentum, I think being a young person within health and fitness, it's like it's like a rusty old diesel engine. When it stops, it stops. And it's really hard to kind of get it going again and get back and get the cogs turning. But if we can if we can help them, you know. Get get going. It's um. There'll be a way. It's it's the getting into it. It's the hard part. It's finding the motivation. Finding the reason to do it. Um. Especially up here, like sports and competitive sports aren't as big as they are down in big cities like Glasgow, Edinburgh. Um. So I think it is harder for young people up here to find something to you know, a reason to get involved. So if we can, if we can give them that, if Steve can do something through High Life. If we can do something through the Forge, we'll we'll do it. Um. Because I do feel for for young people nowadays as well. It is definitely a lot harder.
1: And definitely with the spaces, like it's gonna be great now that people will have a dedicated space because right now I think that all the like even the workspace, but especially leisure spaces have been crammed in the house. And the house, unless you have a big, very big house, is not made for hosting a gym. And sometimes you're gonna to have to share the same space with five other people that are not not saying not interested, but uh, um i mean how, how do you feel about giving back the space to actually get that sort of um mental health boost as well and going back into their their fitness
3: i think physically as well i mean there's a lot of risk associated with doing that doing squats in your house and the cats running in between yeah. your feet and you know, i mean it's you need you need to be in a dedicated facility and i think with gyms as well people people just think people go to train and to look good there's people who use the gyms. We've got members who use it to manage um, disabilities. Um, like we have people who come to use certain machines to help them manage uh, chronic pain as well. And I think it's it's important to to not exclude and forget these people as well. So yeah, there's the definitely the the, the mental aspect, but there's a lot of people who rely on gyms to manage illnesses and manage pain as well. Jack
0: how have you been keeping for yourself during the the lockdown then have you been you've not been squatting on the
3: cat have you uh, no no fortunately, fortunately for the cat I've not been not been squatting on her um but uh, no I've been very fortunate in <laughs> we've got the kit I've got the kit and the facilities to be able to do um what I need to do um I've got a competition coming up in 4 weeks so um it's been good for me to to have that goal, to have something to aim, aim towards, uh, going back to what I said with, with lockdown, with, with fitness in general, if, if you're doing something, you have to do it with purpose, especially if you want to be good at it. Um, so for me, if I don't have a, a goal of some sort, um, it becomes really difficult for me to, to get motivated and um, get behind what I'm doing. So, um, it's been good for me having the focus. Um, I don't know if Steve would probably say the same thing. It's quite an empty feeling when you're flying blind in the gym and you don't really know what you're doing it for. Or it's,
2: yeah, I, I'm I'm probably the same as you, Jack. It's weird because I I got a, a set of Olympic weights and put them in my garage, built a platform, hadn't complete not one before lockdown. So you know, I don't know if it was divine intervention or, or what, but, um, you know, you because you, you'll, you know, in lifting you'll have a program, you'll have goals, you'll be trying to work through them, but. You're right. Having something to aim at is is always, even even at my age, is really important, you know, because you don't want to go on a platform or for you on a stage, and you want to be at your best, don't you? you? You know, and that's a motivation in itself. So you know, going through that process and and every day is a goal, isn't it? Every day you'll be looking to certainly in weightlifting, you you know, you'll be hitting the percentages and you'll be you'll be running through your program. And you'll be, you know, trying to achieve something. And for me, it's the 26th of May. I think it is. I'll, I'll be lifting and putting a video out to the rest of the rest of the world to see. So you know, it's, it's that's that's a motivation in itself. And that in lifting, I'll, I'll be about trying to make my weight. I'll be trying to make 89 kilos, which is a battle. I used to lift at 75 when I was younger. So you know, gradually over the years, I've just expanded. But you know, I guess for you, it'll be much more on the diet side and, and watching what you're eating than it ever would be for me. But but I agree. And I'm probably banging on a bit now. But having something to aim at for anybody is is just motivating, isn't
3: it? Yeah. I think the the innovation that's come out of lockdown as well has been really interesting. So I mean I've had clients who've sent me across kind of training videos and stuff on WhatsApp. And it's a video of them outside in their garden with two wheelie bins, the recycling bin and their their main waist bin side by side with the bar over the top and they're standing between the wheelie bins and this is their kind of like improvised squat rack. And it's it's funny and like, but it's taboo. It's true. It's not something you're used to seeing, but it's really motivating as well because these people, they've, they've got nothing. I mean, trying to find a, a squat rack, let alone weight plates right now is extremely difficult because obviously the demand is so high. So to see people squatting between wheelie bins with bags of sugar put on the side of it for for weight it's pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty old school and that I think that's that's real motivation there that's that's I mean it's that really impresses me when when people are going through that lens to to still do um what they're passionate about
0: yeah but luckily luckily they'll be allowed to get back in the gym soon um and I think we'll all be breathing a sigh of relief at that now each week we'll be finishing with a couple of questions. So uh, please send yours to health at hnmedia.co.uk. Uh, this being our first edition, and um, we don't have any submitted questions. But I did ask my wife um, before we recorded this today, and I asked her what she uh, what she would like to ask you guys. And she wondered what you guys have been uh, watching or listening to while doing your lockdown fitness. Um, she basically wants to know if any of you are as weird as me, because I've been getting up at unsociable hours and doing my training while watching old episodes of WWE. <laughs> um,
3: what about you guys? Uh, so, I mean, first of all, I've not quite been watching WWE, but um, I've been watching something that a bit tamer, um, but still quite vicious, and that's uh, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. I've, I've got this thing for, I don't know if it's because I'm on prep and I'm craving food, but I like watching food being cooked, um, and imagining.
1: is not that a bit masochistic? as a <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> just going for for the food.
3: It's like my kind of ASMR at this point in time. <laughs> so, but uh, no, I quite I quite like I quite like kitchen nightmares, and I do I, when I'm doing my cardio or if I'm going to walk, I shove my earphones in and I just listen to it much like a podcast. So.
2: You know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm 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 a strange one, right? So I, so this can you thank your wife for giving us a really. Difficult question, Andy. I, for me, before I before I go in the gym, I always try and just sit down and watch a bit of YouTube. So I'll watch something from somebody, a great lifter like Piers Dimas or Talakadze. I'll, I'll look at their technique and that'll just give me a, honestly, I'll just walk into the garage with that we spring in my step. But when I get in the garage, I'll watch an American politics show. So either something like Morning Joe on MSNBC and that just plays in the background. And I don't know, I'm just interested in it. And it's a distraction and it just gives me something that, that keeps my, my head away from the knees hurting or the back being sore or it's just that I find a distraction really good because it it, um, it numbs the pain.
1: Yeah, and it's been quite great that there's been so much content put out for like, I think because lockdown hit, uh, there were so many personal uh, trainers or gym people rugby players as well that were putting out extra training for other people uh which i think was brilliant like for me i'm I'm terrible at training at home on my own like i can't i don't have uh the the right motivation that probably you guys have but uh, i think that having someone like a group uh, that follows maybe a particular influencer like a particular player or athlete that gives you that momentum it just it just makes your uh, even if it's just once a week but it makes you uh, makes life a lot easier um i've personally like uh i think jade conkel um was ex scotland player well she's she's retired just now for to go to um i think the fire uh, fire brigade but she uh used to put out extremely good trainings and it was mostly uh body weight which i think is it's just so important when there are so many people that don't have any type of equipment at home. So I think that that was great from, and I hope that it will keep on going because sometimes you need that at home as well, even if you have the gym space.
2: I was going to, um, Jack mentioned innovation earlier, which was, I, I think that it's such a massive thing that, you know, online has been, it's exploded, hasn't it? Because I know my kids were doing Joe Wicks at the start of this, and I think he's done a fantastic job. And just getting, we talked about getting young people, keeping them motivated, keeping them moving during lockdown. And I I know that we've had online classes right from the start. We got our instructors doing them in their lounges or in whatever it is, just providing a class for people to use. And lots of people have used them. But I I think, as we said at the start, it's just not the same as as people having the social interaction and and the motivation that comes from that. But yeah, innovation has been... um, yeah it's been terrific in terms of that we'll look at what we're doing you know now we're all on zoom i hadn't heard the zoom 18 months ago but there you go
1: how much do you think you're gonna keep after um after the lockdown like because there's again few innovations several innovations that have been put out but uh, is there anything that you're surely gonna keep like for instance the outdoors um training sessions
2: yeah we we will definitely keep outdoor going because actually we'll have some customers who will prefer that until we really move to the other side of, of the pandemic, you know, so we will keep that offer going. One thing I'm gonna move away from fitness a sec, but in um, in our library service and archive service, the amount of customer engagements that we've had, and, and some of that from the older generation where, you know, they may not wanna do an online fitness thing, but there's something that keeps them going and gives them an interest. That we've had over 2 million visits to our libraries and to our archives over the period of the lockdown, which has just been incredible. So, you know, it's not just leisure and, and, and the fitness side that, that you know, innovation and, and uh, a digital offer can work. There's many, many different applications.
0: And I think on that note, I think we'll we'll just wrap up this episode. Um, our first episode, thank you all guys for, for being involved. Um, We've passed to do this at least once a week i guess to start off with and tackling a different topic each time Uh, so again if you have any suggestions or any ideas or any questions that you want to put to us send them to health at hnmedia.co.uk and if you like what you heard click the like button and share it with your friends until next time thank you bye-bye